0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Team Alternative Podcast. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and follow us on all social media. Next up we have Don't Look Up, a Adam McKay movie. Shit, I forgot we have an outline. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: quality start. Quality yeah, when
0: start. when, and where did we see it? This was another one of those. I was sick and I wanted to watch it. And yeah. I watched it with... Um, Girlfriend, this wasn't quite a 2 a.m. watch, but I watch it
1: later one
0: day. So, uh, directed by Adam McKay, it stars Jennifer Lawrence, Leonardo DiCaprio, Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill, Rob Morgan, Timothy Chalamet, man, Chalamet, Pearlman, Loaded, Tyler um, Perry, (laughs) Tyler Perry, Kate Blanchett. Um, yeah, it was interesting to see Ariana
1: Grande, technically, Ariana
0: Grande's in it. Uh, our expectations. I had high expectations when I first heard of this movie. I had high expectations. I had extremely high expectations because the cast is fucking ridiculous and it's by my favorite director. Yes. So I had high expectations that kind of dwindled a little bit only because I wasn't feeling well and it came mm-hmm. out and, and we didn't get we to got see sick. It in yeah, and I was like, I was bummed that I had to watch it here. Yeah, well, me
1: too. I, uh, this was definitely something that would have benefited from being in a theater with other people.
0: Yeah, it would have been more depressing. <laughs> um. So, uh, fun facts about this movie. Uh, this is the first movie, um, Jennifer Lawrence has done in a couple of years. I forget what the last one she did was. It's a good question. I never really thought about that. Yeah, she took a break. It was the last thing Leo did. Once upon a time in Hollywood.
1: Oh yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I'm, it pulling, be... I'm pulling up uh, her filmography right now.
0: I don't think her filmography is going to come in, in order, is it?
1: Um, Dark Phoenix, which she barely wanted to do.
0: Yeah, but she was only in that for half...
1: I never saw it, actually.
0: Half of... And second. after that, Red Sparrow it's so like 2018. So it was like one movie since 2018. Okay, so she, yeah, she's taking a break. I just know that she said that she was taking a break. Um, so... Do we recommend it? Yeah. Yeah. It it was good.
1: Was it everything I wanted it to be? No. No. But you should still watch it. Yeah. It'll entertain you.
0: So we're going to jump right into it. Point of no return. Yep. Um, Turn away. Turn us off if you don't want to hear any more about the plot. Um, I mean, the plot's pretty straightforward. It's pretty straightforward. So there's a meteor or comet headed towards Earth. We have six months. Um Six months until it hits. Yep. So uh, Jennifer Lawrence's character, Kate Dviasky, finds it. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character um, discovers it's on a route to Earth, and they uh, try their best to tell like the president and stuff like that, and. Um, That's basically the fucking plot. That's
1: really – that's basically the plot. It's like they want – They is like, oh, there's uh, – this is going to hit the earth. Uh, let's try to save this. And then the president kind of blows them off. And then they go to the press with it and then kind of get blown off up until people can actually see so it. So it's a
0: big – yeah, it's a it's a big uh, – what do they call it? Like a parody of real life or a – there's another word for it and I'm forgetting what it starts with an S – um or is it in this words with Corey. um <laughs> what like satire satire <laughs> yeah yes. there you go. there's a sat it's a satire on um climate change because like the important people aren't taking it seriously they're blowing it off yeah because it's
1: entire i mean it's not completely unreasonable to think that kind of how how things would go if that was what it was it's like okay yeah it's gonna it's no one really wants no one believes it no one wants to believe it of course and then uh, but it's got its Adam McKay comedic value added to it
0: yeah so it, it they they leak it because they are blown off by the White House they go on this talk show they get kind of blown off there then they come back to the White House and they start talking and it It basically develops into this, like, it's just a big satirical take on global warming and it's kind of sad. Especially with with the way it ends. Yeah, especially with the point uh, where it ends. This is a very hard movie to review. It's a very hard movie to review. So, like, so why don't we just get into the gist of it? Yeah, let's just jump in. So... It it's coming to that, you know. It's on their way. They develop this plan to blow it out of the sky. Um, I think. This, I think this is where we need more of an outline
1: on our plot points, and or when we do when we do like the structure of our episodes. Like we have our plot points, so it's easier for us to like transition. Like even if we go off on a rant, which is totally fine, just
0: something we can jump back to. I think that'd be a good idea. I'll remember that for next time. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do. Yeah, we'll do that. Well, some of these, especially this, would be very hard to do. That anyway. Because what would your plot points be? Every interview. <laughs> That's basically it. Like every... Oh, okay. So those are the, your jumping off points. Yeah, so those are
1: my like... jumping off points. Cause, okay. Because like if you watch... Because like just looking at the first interview they do to the last one they do, you can just see like see the development of, of the characters and how they just become basically... How especially Jennifer Lawrence's character become... Starts completely hy- hysterical and then the DiCaprio's character is trying to keep it together. And then they do the next interview and he's completely hysterical. And she's already like, got kind of like accepted it and stuff. So it's just seeing how the characters move around and the talk show hosts are just there being their consistent, unbearable selves. Yeah. So
0: we'll talk about that for the next review because we still need to see tons of things. Um, So they end up canceling the plan to destroy this asteroid or comet um, because it's got rare minerals in it. (laughs) And uh, Mark Rylance plays uh, something, Isherwell, Mike Isherwell, Isaiah Isherwell, something. I don't remember. Some super rich guy. Basically, it's like Elon Musk meets Bezos meets uh, the guy from Apple who I forget. Steve Jobs? Steve Jobs meets um, Zuckerberg meets... other psychos. Super rich, super awkward. Yeah. At one point... We'll just put it this way. At one point when he's explaining the um, expensive minerals found on this comet, the woman explaining it is trying to talk to this room full of important people in Washington, and he steps up to her, leans in, and starts smelling her hair. (laughs) Like, that's how... You know what's funny is one of the... The movie pages we follow was, like, going off on Adam McKay. He's like, you ruined a perfectly great actor, one of the best of our generation, and um, Mark Rylance playing a this stupid character or something like that. I was his like, character was awesome. His character was probably one of the best parts of the it movie. Was It was the most Adam McKay
1: character in the movie. That's why I love No, lo- nobody
0: <laughs> panic. We're fine. <laughs>
1: I absolutely loved his character. I don't, yeah, I don't know who Can that. Can we maybe I, change the chicken? It I, seems about, uh, kind of terrifying. I could not disagree more. I loved Mark Rollins' character. Was it was so funny. There were two There were two things in this movie that, that just screamed Adam McKay. One was Mark Rollins' character, and the other was the constant
0: callback to, why would the general make me
1: pay for the sex? Yes. <laughs> yes,
0: and I want to get back to that. I really do. So... Um, to further the the, the plot conversation, um, they have another plan where Mark Rylance's character Isherwell uh, sends like uh, two dozen rockets to this asteroid, which um, break apart and send like these probe things that land on it and like mine it. No, no, they don't mine it. They just they drill to break it. Like, to break it up, Yeah, like.
1: Armageddon. It was like a really advanced idea of Armageddon. Like yeah. There was a lot more prep they had to it. Yeah.
0: Which was funny because I think in Armageddon they had more time. But anyway. Well, it was a different time. So uh, what's funny is like uh, everything kind of goes wrong right away. So like a rocket doesn't launch and then another rocket uh, teeters, launches, yeah. hits this one that it didn't launch, blows up. So they have less uh these drones but he's like it's
1: fine we planned for this this is totally expected and
0: the way he talks you know all
1: nonchalant about it it. this we expected this
0: This, this, that's fine
1: like for a for like a split second this is like this because like because then they have like the scenes of them like actually attaching to the asteroid and it like starts to work and for like a split second you're like is this actually gonna work are (laughs) they not gonna kill the entire planet
0: so yeah this happens and then like a like a couple of the the drones like don't attach and they bump into each other, blow up. So he's yeah. got even less. And then there's this whole thing with Meryl Streep's character who plays Trump, Donald, Trump, if, Donald, Donald Trump, a female Donald Trump, a female Donald Trump. And uh, you know she's like, "Is this okay?" And he's like, "Well, you know, we... you know." And he kind of like leaves. He just gets up and leaves. I yeah. to the bathroom, and then she follows him. And the son, played by Jonah Hill, <laughs> kind of just there. sits there. <laughs> so like. Long story short, it doesn't work. No, it does not work. It, it doesn't work at all. Which was very Adam McKay way to end the movie. Yeah. And then the, the Asteroid hits and all the main characters that you know and love, like DiCaprio Lawrence, Chalamet, yeah. who's introduced halfway through the movie. Not really big in terms of the plot, but is kind of... He's it, really it, good comic relief, yeah. almost. And it's, it's
1: it, was, it was an important character uh, for, um, for
0: Jennifer Lawrence's character sake, to yeah. kind of progress... So, like, it it hits, and they're all having this family dinner with Leonardo DiCaprio's family, character's family, and it's really sad, and then you see, like, the devastation and everything, um, which is a real fucking real bummer. Um, I ate a lot of chocolate. That was the only appropriate way for that movie to end. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, you find out, like, through the ending that uh, all of the corporate elite and... Uh, Meryl Streep's character and Isherwell got on a spaceship to find a inhabited planet. Yeah, just to fly away and survive somewhere else. <laughs> and, yeah. she le- and she left her son. <laughs> and she leaves rockets. her son, <laughs> who survives everything. <laughs> and then, like, they get on this planet, which is a this is a after post credit scene.
1: Yeah, way wait get in the on this, They
0: get on this planet, and I don't know if you caught this, but when the pods are launching, one doesn't like ignite like launch like it gets ejected yeah towards the planet but it doesn't like start like moving it just starts like flipping towards the planet i think i remember it's and it crashes into the planet and explodes <laughs> um which i thought was very satirical of like not everything working or going yeah because that plan. was just that
1: was just the story that was just everything that went on with the administration everything with everything would go wrong at one point or another yeah Nothing went so as like
0: planned. they get on this planet and the meryl streep's character finds this like weird like ostrich looking thing, he's yeah. like, oh, that's really cute, and, and like kills her. Yeah, because that was like a bites back. her face. Because
1: because the uh, because Mark Ransom's character, like his company, is, is like, I know everything about you. I know how you're gonna die. It's <laughs> like how and she's like, how do I die? It's like you're gonna get eaten by this thing. So it's just like, what is that? And then at the end of the movie, she just gets eaten by the fucking ostrich thing. He's like, oh, that must be what this thing is called. <laughs> Again, very Adam McKay.
0: Yeah. So like, oh my god. Uh, and then it kind of like alludes to all these corporate elite people are gonna get killed because more of them show up. Yeah. Um, and they they got what they, they got what they deserved. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll just get back into the. Um, so do we want to do like the score first, or we want to do like things like? Um, Favorite scene shot. Well, let's do favorite scene. Let's do or the favorite. Yeah, the score should be the last. Okay, so
1: favorite scene or shot. Um, probably when it was like kind of like towards the end when they're, uh, I think Jennifer Lawrence's character is like in the White House or something. Like they're trying, to, they're discussing this thing, and then there's just a moment of quiet, and then she's just like. Why would the general make me pay for the snacks? Yeah, so <laughs> that the, was the constant callback to this completely absurd moment of the movie where the general, they're in because the, they're in the White House for that initial meeting to talk about the asteroid, and he just like twenty dollars for the snacks or whatever. He like makes sixty bucks off of them. And then she goes into the kitchen or later and she's like, "It's the White House, man. Those are free." Yeah, like what? He so, charged
0: me twenty dollars. So that was me too. That was my favorite. I guess. Uh, I guess you could call that. Callback. Or yeah, because you because it, it just comes in at the most unexpected moment. Yeah. So that was that was for me. Me too. Excuse me. Favorite quote or line.
1: Um, probably the favorite, the best line in the movie. with Jennifer Lawrence. We're all gonna fucking
0: die, or whatever yeah. that quote was in the interview. How are you not getting this? How are you not terrified? Um. <laughs> what was what was another. Oh, uh, your, your segment did, did worse than, um, everyday weather and traffic. Whether <laughs> gauged on their, their segment they do on that show.
1: Uh, favorite character. Oh, um, what's his name? Damn it.
0: Mark Rylance. Mark e- Rylance. E- a... I would say it was Katie. D- Katie D.B. Asky is Jeremy yeah. Lawrence's character. Yeah. By a little bit because of that one line, which could have been my favorite one too, where, uh, she gets kidnapped by the FBI. Oh yeah, she's got and she's like, are you in the car? pretending to be blind <laughs> or something like that? She was, you could have just called me, and then like they get to the White House, and they go. Jonah Hill's character goes, you know, the CIA does that, not the FBI. And I <laughs> asked the FBI if they could do that, and she goes, you know, I had a feeling. <laughs> and just how she delivers it was like my favorite ever. <laughs> Did you faking a blind guy? <laughs> uh, okay. So now we're gonna go to scores. Yeah. So I gotta pull out my trusty calculator because I can't count. So, score. I thought the score was pretty good. I'll, I'll be honest; I don't remember the score. I have to go back and listen to it. This is gonna be the.
1: I mean, score. Score is the hardest one to remember from three weeks. Score ago.
0: might later down the line we might replace in general because it's really hard to remember unless it very much stands out. Like I, it almost feels like
1: it should be like a bonus point. Like some movies are can be defined. We'll do,
0: we'll do by. that. That'll be. A possible bonus. Okay. So, but this time let's include it. Okay. So score, I would say for me is a six. I'm just gonna do
1: five because I don't remember it, but I remember it not being bad. Okay. I don't have negative so, feelings towards it.
0: Character one, two, three, four. Seven. I don't know why I did that. I was gonna give it a seven two. You just what, you just started counting Okay. Yeah, the care I think
1: the characters. Um, some of them were a lot more hits. honestly you know who I really didn't care for all that much was Meryl Streep's character I don't know what I expe- I don't know what I expected it just seemed maybe a little too cliche for me
0: It was a little too on the nose I yeah think. yeah um I think Jonah Hill's character was fine his character was fine and like I really liked Ryan Lance's character and I liked the small people that were mentioned yeah or that had parts so like Kate Blanchett's character I thought was pretty funny. When it's like, oh, the, the, the cute uh, astronomer can come back, but the <laughs> crazy lady, not so much. The, the small, the, sometimes the people who have the smaller characters
1: play them the best. like um, The standout. Yeah, the standout. Like, honestly, even Ariana Grande. And it was kind of fun. It was pretty funny. That was really on the nose, too, with yeah. how people depict people like that.
0: So, yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah, so, the characters I thought was fine. Story or plot? Uh, One... Two, three,
1: five. seven, five.
0: There was. I want to change
1: my. It was good enough. It was. It was I'm fine. Say six for It me. was fine for the movie. At the end of the day, it was a very straight. It was very straightforward plot. There was. Not, I think it could have been done
0: different. a little bit differently, but I don't really like end of the world movies all that much. So. I mean, there's only two ways for the end of the world movies to end. That's true. Yeah. And I think my uh, it might have been corny if they survived, but anyway.
1: No, I think I think he made the right move in blowing up the earth. Okay, so performances one, two, three, nine. nine. Okay, no, no going wrong there. Everyone killed it. The plot was very the, not the plot. the The cast was incredible, and everyone played their roles just fine. Again, Meryl Streep's character, a little too cliche for me, but on, I, everyone else I thought was great. No, com, no real complaints, and not saying she did a bad job. She played the character as as it was written. I think it was a writing thing, but
0: okay. Um, cinematography, one. Two, three, Six. seven. Okay. Okay, I got a thirty-five. I
1: got a thirty-two. I feel like I would rate it a little bit higher.
0: I feel like that too.
1: There's you, wanted, you wanted? You wanted? I think that comes down to like the score and um, and the plot. Because so okay, so here's the thing with the ratings. So we're trying to get a fifty. Yeah, we're trying to get to fifty because it's on brand. Would I give this a fi- movie a fifty? No. I, if I were to give it a plain score, I would probably give it like a forty. But so uh, I
0: think we need to find another thing that replaces score, but score is a bonus. Yeah, because there are or we we each pick something from the movie that we rank. So if it's like, how did the jokes land? Where were the jokes better? So if we rated it on jokes, it would be much. It would be better. So yeah. one, two, three, eight. eight. There, yeah. The
1: jokes would be like, or yeah. Would you say it's a forty-three out of fifty? That would be that would be totally okay. Cool. I think you're right because like some like. Is how important is the plot in terms of what made this movie what it is? It was not very important. Who cares? No, it was
0: straightforward. Yeah,
1: and the score. What what with some of these movies again? It's a comedy movie. It's a comedy movie. The score is really not all that. So important.
0: I think what. So you want to know something? I think the f- number five on our ranking should be something specific for that movie okay. that we expect. So we should have ahead. like uh, like we should continue with these and just have like rotating
1: things like what we feel are isn't imp- what made the move what's important no. for that movie like like that's what some- I'm saying number five should be because okay. if we do
0: that interchanging all the time then it's gonna be confusing okay
1: one or two interchangeable movies so because okay. like Interstellar score is a huge deal is a ten yeah and it's and that's what was so so impactful about that movie like the score was just. It just gave the, the film the feel to it. And that's why it was a really important thing. In a movie like this where it's comedy, who gives a shit? No one cares.
0: Yeah. So I get that, but I think it, we should stick with one yeah. being the interchangeable one. just, And we'll talk about it. Yeah. If, if, again, if we
1: want to make it two, I guess we could. But Again, this is a work in progress. And this is a, this is a really good example of why some things need to be adjusted. Because I would not give this a 32 out of 50. The movie was a lot better. Um, did it reach my expectations? Not quite again I had very high expectations for it it did not blow me away as I had hoped but again I still enjoyed the movie and I would watch
0: it again yeah but it so we definitely recommend so out of theater stream IMAX pass theater Theater. okay, easy theater so we say theater and it's on brand so yep let us know what you think about it and I can't I can't explain enough how much I loved the running gag of the general. Yeah. Notes <laughs> I still can't get it out of my head. Go see this movie. Let us know what you think. And that about does it for another episode of the team alternative podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you liked it, don't forget to hit the subscribe or the like button. If you've already done so, be sure to check out our other content on YouTube, Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, We haven't really done anything on the TikTok. And Twitter. Thanks, as always, and stay tuned.